Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Shall make you sign, but you should 
חמש למקרא, בין עשר למשנה, שלוש עשרה למצוות, חמש עשרה לגמרא, שמונה עשרה לחופה, בין עשרים לרדוף, בין שלושים לכוח, בין ארבעים לבינה, בין חמישים לעצה. בין שישים לזקנה, בין שבעים לשיבה, בין שמונים לגבורות, 
בין תשעים לסוח, בין מאה. כי לא פה בטל ואבר מן העולם.
That's when I lift my eyes to the skies, dreaming, dreaming, days gone by. And I know you say that all I need is an honest try, an honest try. But in the dark of night, in the lonely heights, you give me the strength to keep up the fight. But I can't move on, I can't live life without you. Sometimes life's like an ocean. Is quiet as blue. Sometimes life's like an ocean sailing with you. Sometimes life's like an ocean raging like a fool. Sometimes life's like an ocean when it's drowning you. Rivers have come to surround me. Without you by my side, sometimes life. Have come to surround me, to cool me and bring me down. Rivers have come to surround me, to turn my boat around. Rivers have come to surround me, to cool me and bring me down. Rivers have come to surround me, to turn my boat around. That's when I lift my eyes to the skies. Dreaming, dreaming, days gone by, and I know you said that all I need is an honest try, an honest try. But in the dark of night, in the lonely heights, you give me the strength to keep up the fight. But I can't move on, I can't live life without you, without you by my side. That's when I lift my eyes to the skies, dreaming, dreaming, days gone by, and I know you said that all I need is an honest try, an honest try. But in the dark of night, in the lonely heights, you give me the strength to keep on the fight, but I can't move on, I can't live life without you, without you by my side. Without you, without you by my side.
גדול יהיה, זה הקטון גדול יהיה, זה הקטון גדול יהיה, קטון גדול יהיה, זה הקטון גדול יהיה, זה הקטון גדול יהיה, זה הקטון גדול יהיה, קטון גדול יהיה. לטוירו ולכו פה, למעשים
J.M. and the A.M., there it is. Some uh, <laughs> oldies but goodies. Who would imagine that those are already considered oldies, you know? Uh, but that's essentially what they are. Uh, Mizrach done by Alipa here at J.M. and the A.M. Boy, I remember when that song was really popular? When everybody was into that dance and into that selection. Um, uh, before that, Dove Hendler with Esau Enai. You heard Shragi Gestetner and Lachayim by my side. That was eighth day. Ari Boy Andrews La Yehudim, Ben Chamesh, done by Yitzchak Fuchs, Yehuda Green, and Holy Brothers. 
And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday on this 21st of June, day 22 in the month of Sivan, the year 5782, Tufshin Pei Bays. We'll get into some of the recent selections, don't worry. <laughs> I was just in the mood to start with some of the uh, some of the songs that I guess we could call from yesteryear. Yeah, why not? Uh, weather's pretty good out there, although I didn't realize it's going to start raining at some point over the next day or two. Uh, in fact, cloudy this morning and a few showers developing this afternoon. That's the official uh, forecast for Teaneck, New Jersey. High today of 82, tonight the low of 64 with rain and some wind, etc. And then a couple of days of rain coming up. I guess it's that time of year uh, with the summer having begun earlier this morning. Looks like these summer showers are going to be dominating over the next couple of days. Yushalayim right now at 75 up in Guilford, New York. Our friends at Camp Misora who are getting ready for yet another phenomenal season. I'd have to calculate, but I would guess that this is, uh, what is it, 33, 34 in that area of summers up at Camp Misora. They're at 46 degrees in Guilford, New York as uh, they get set to welcome the upper staff over the next couple of days. They'll welcome their staff this coming Sunday. And a big hello to uh, Ari Katz and Dina Katz and everybody up at Camp Misora who are tuned in to JM in the AM. That's right. Some of them are already tuned in. Or I should say some of them are already up in camp. Uh, Hillel Fold's going to join us today. He, um, he is Mr. Tech, as you know. And uh, yesterday he released a video where he was giving a tip about uh, about calling a potential client or texting a potential client or somebody you're you know anxious to get in touch with. And I said to him, you know what, you got to come on the air and talk about this. So he said uh, he'd agreed to do it, and we'll do that later on this morning here at JMNAM. Also, Daniel Mitzner, who is the uh, Teach Coalition COO over at the OU, he's going to join us as well. That'll be in the 8 o'clock hour. Elliot Weiselberg has has uh, prepared a Yeshiva League sports update for uh, today. Today is Tuesday after all, so we'll do that coming up. Plenty happening here on a Tuesday morning at JMD. And by the way, Dan Grunfeld sent me a great note last night. He was very appreciative to be on the air yesterday. The book is fantastic, and uh, it's called By the Grace of the Game. And those of you who are into modern Jewish history, certainly into the history of the Shoah, but on top of that, if you have a, 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 a even the slightest affinity toward the world of sports, then you are just going to love this book. It is very inspiring. It's an incredible story. And um, he, being the son of Ernie Grunfeld, just put together such a fantastically researched work. Uh, I can't recommend it highly enough. Really, really good. Really, really amazing. Thank you, Dan Grunfeld, for joining us yesterday at JMM. If you missed it, and you know what we always say, check out the archive, NSN app, NahumSiegel.com. Just make sure to check out the archive and enjoy. More coming up. Keep it here for a uh, Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. There are times when we are forced to go above and beyond to get involved for our communities, our families, and our future. If you see what's happening in New York, you know these are those times. New York needs leadership that puts public safety and common sense policies at the forefront. We are fortunate to have that leader and Assemblyman Jeffrey Dinowitz. In the New York State Assembly, he has fought for middle-class tax cuts, been an advocate for safe neighborhoods, and secured funding for our 
our communities and nonprofits. Assemblyman Dinowitz has also been an outspoken voice against the rising anti-Semitic rhetoric in our politics. That's why it's crucial that our community comes out to vote for Assemblyman Dinowitz this election day. His socialist opponent has promised to defund the police, wants to raise taxes, and has aligned with anti-Semitic movements. This June 28th, let's ensure our community votes as one voice. We can't afford any less. Vote Jeffrey Dinowitz for the New York State Assembly. Paid for and authorized by Common Sense New Yorkers, Jeff Leb, Treasurer. Communication was not expressly authorized or requested by any candidate or by any candidate's political committee or any of its agents. Two thousand years of godless, we've been surrounded 
לפעמים כבר אין עוד כוח, לפעמים הכל נורא. יש ימים שבא לברוח, יש ימים שאין ברירה. אל תדאג, יהיה בסדר, בסוף הכל עובד. עוד רגע זה מגיע, אתה כבר מתגבר. מתפלל בכל הכוח, רוצה לבכות ממש. זה הלב שלא שוכח, אני נסער נרגש. פתאום מתוך החושך עולה מעט האור. כל הצללים ינוסו, פתאום אתה גיבור. יהיה בסדר, השם אוהב אותך. יהיה בסדר, השם שומר אותך. יהיה בסדר, אין שום דאגות. יהיה בסדר, הכל יכול לקרות. יהיה בסדר, השם אוהב אותך. יהיה בסדר, השם שומר אותך. יהיה בסדר, אין שום דאגות. יהיה בסדר, הכל יכול אם אני שוקע, צולל כל כך עמוק, מחפש את התשובה, הולך כל כך רחוק. אל תדאג, יהיה בסדר, בסוף הכל עובד, עוד רגע זה מגיע, אתה כבר מתגבר. נושא עיניי למעלה, אל עבר ההרים, מתי תשמע קולי, קורא לאלוקים. פתאום מתוך החושך עולה מהטהור, כל הצללים ינוסו, פתאום אתה גיבור. יהיה בסדר, השם אוהב אותך. יהיה בסדר, השם שומר אותך. יהיה בסדר, אין שום דאגות. יהיה בסדר, הכל יכול Thank <laughs> you. 
Yeshua's done by Zusha. Yebe said there was Micha Gammerman, El Khanan Malul with uh, Atavachartanu. Micha had Ma'anachnu. You heard Duvado with Kishoshana. Well, listener Yaichi says he's tuned in in London. That's what he wrote on the app. And listener Yaichi is going to be uh, happy to hear that tomorrow, it seems, Cantor Benny Rogaznitsky is going to join us. We'll talk about Thursday night's event in memory of Yesla Rosenblatt. And we'll talk about Yesela, whose 89th yard site is coming up on Friday. So a big hello and thank you to our friends at Kedem. Anytime we have Yesela Rosenblatt talk on the air, they are the automatic sponsor, of course, as you could imagine. <laughs> and a special greeting and hello to listener Yaichi, who's in London. And again, the please God, tomorrow we'll get into a little bit of a conversation regarding the great Yesela Rosenblatt here at JM in the AM. Golly, it's on the background to our news from Israel coming up as the Israeli government looks like it has uh, it has given up. That's what it seems. It has given up. New elections October 25th. Yair Lapid becomes prime minister until then. Latest news from Israel and Hebrew coming up next at JMAM, America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listen to sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, NachumSegal.com, and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. A big shout out to those who are attending KFWE London, and those who have enjoyed KFWE Paris, and all the kosher great, the great kosher food and wine experiences that are going on around the world. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Rani Avnai, Ima Shekore Achshav. ועדת הכנסת ישראל לפני מספר דקות את הפטור מחובת הנחה של הצעת החוק להתפזרות הכנסת והיא תעלה כבר מחר בקריאה טרומית. 
יוזם ההצעה, חבר הכנסת טופורובסקי, קרא בפתח דבריו, יש להגיע להסכמות ולהתקדם בחקיקה. ברגע שהוחלט על פיזור הכנסת, חשוב שהדבר הזה ייעשה בתיאום. כבר פניתי לחבר הכנסת יריב לוין, בבקשה שאנחנו נשב ונדבר ונגיע לנוסחים ואלמנטים מוסכמים. ראוי ונכון שברגע שהוחלט על ידי כל חלקי הבית שיוצאים לבחירות, שנעשה את זה. וכבר היום, אני מקווה מאוד שנגיע להסכמות, קואליציה ואופוזיציה, בשביל שהתהליך הזה יהיה מכובד ומכבד ככל הניתן. כתבנו הפוליטי יובל שגב מזכיר שבישיבת נשיאות הכנסת, מוקדם יותר היום, ביקש יושב ראש הכנסת מיקי לוי לסיים את הליך הפיזור כבר מחר, אך נתקל בהתנגדות של חלק מסגניו, בראשם דוד ביטן ויעקב אשר. גם היועצת המשפטית של הכנסת אמרה בדיון כי יש בעייתיות באישור החוק בשלוש קריאות כבר מחר. החוק יעלה לקריאה טרומית ואולי אף יאושר לקריאה ראשונה, אך לאחר מכן הוא יצטרך לעבור בוועדת הכנסת בראשותו של ניר אורבך. בתוך כך, כתבנו המדיני יניר קוזין מוסר כי נסיעתו של שר החוץ לפיד לטורקיה תיערך כמתוכנן ביום חמישי, למרות האירועים הפוליטיים. לביקור יצטרף מנכ"ל משרד החוץ אלון אושפיז. העיצומים במערכת החינוך, שרת החינוך יפעת שאשא ביטון אומרת אצל יעל דן, למרות הבחירות, עלינו להגיע להסכם שכר חדש עם המורים. אין שום סיבה שלא לסגור את זה כמה שיותר מהר. אין פריבילגיה לא לחתום הסכם שכר עם המורים, כי אין לנו מורים לשנה הבאה במערכת, מורים ממשיכים לעזוב, הם לא מרגישים שיש אופק, ולכן גם האוצר חייב להתכנס בימים הקרובים ולסגור את הסיפור הזה. החטיפה והרצח של ספיר נחום, זיכרונה לברכה. הוארך בחמישה ימים נוספים מעצרו של בן זוגה לשעבר יחשוד ברצח, מדווח כתבנו בחיפה קובי מנדל. נציג המשטרה אמר לפני הצהריים בדיון כי מאז הארכת המעצר הראשונה התחזק כחשד נגד וואלה רובין חלילה, החשוד בחטיפתה או רציחתה של ספיר נחום מעכו, וכי התעצמו נגדו הראיות לכאורה. עורך דינו אביעד חייט טען מנגד שמדובר באדם חף מפשע. השופטת ציינה כי יש להטיח את חומרי החקירה בפני החשוד כדי שיוכל להתגונן, והאריכה את מעצרו בפעם השלישית עד ליום ראשון הקרוב. הקרמלין טוען כי שני האזרחים האמריקנים שנתפסו נלחמים לצד צבא אוקראינה עלולים לקבל עונש מוות. דובר הקרמלין, דימיטרי פסקוב, אמר השניים סיכנו את חיי לוחמינו ועליהם לקבל אחריות על מעשיהם. איננו יכולים לשלול שום עונש. מדובר בהחלטת בית משפט. שני האמריקנים יצאו בהתנדבות ללחום לצד האוקראינים, וכעת לא ידוע היכן הם מוחזקים. כתב חדשות החוץ מתן לוי מוסיף כי נשיא רוסיה פוטין אמר לפני זמן קצר, אנחנו פועלים כל העת ביתר שאת לחיזוק ופיתוח הכוחות שלנו. מזג האוויר אצלנו בלילה ומחר בבוקר ייתכן טפטוף עד גשם מקומי קל, בעיקר בצפון הארץ ולאורך החוף. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. There are times when we are forced to go above and beyond to get involved for our communities, our families, and our future. If you see what's happening in New York, you know these are those times. New York needs leadership that puts public safety and common sense policies at the forefront. We are fortunate to have that leader and Assemblyman Jeffrey Dinowitz. In the New York State Assembly, he has fought for middle-class tax cuts, been an advocate for safe neighborhoods, and secured funding for our communities and nonprofits. Assemblyman Dinowitz has also been an outspoken voice against the rising anti-Semitic rhetoric in our politics. That's why it's crucial that our community comes out to vote for Assemblyman Dinowitz this election day. His socialist opponent has promised to defund the police, wants to raise tax and has aligned with anti-Semitic movements. This June 28th, let's ensure our community votes as one voice. We can't afford any less. Vote Jeffrey Dinowitz for the New York State Assembly.
paid for and authorized by Common Sense New Yorkers. Jeff Leb, treasurer. Communication was not expressly authorized or requested by any candidate or by any candidate's political committee or any of its agents.
A twofer from uh, Barry Weber, brand new on this Tuesday with Give a Smile. Before that, Zed D. Svi, Rababish Broad, opening up the hour here at JM in the AM. Yeshiva League Sports Update time. Elliot Weiselberg's got the full report for us. Plenty more coming up. Hello, Fold's going to join us this hour. Discuss something uh, that he mentioned or he um, produced and uh, distributed yesterday online. We'll discuss that and much, and much, much more coming up at JMM. Elliot Weiselberg's uh, Yeshiva League Sports Update on a Tuesday here at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. We are almost at the end of the line for the 2021-2022 school year. Several more leagues wrapped up this past week, including girls hockey, boys JV soccer, boys tennis, boys and girls softball, and baseball. We'll take you through those and let you know what's on tap for the final week straight ahead on this Tuesday morning JM in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weisselberg. Congratulations go out to the SAR Sting girls hockey team on a dominant 5-0 win over Heschel. Five different Sting scorers contributed, including game MVP Zoe Fromm. With the win, the Sting become the first Eastern Division team to win a girls hockey championship since 2003. The loss breaks Heschel's grip on the league crown since 2018. It was not as positive for the boys' JV soccer and girls' softball sting, though, as in soccer they fell to Frisch 10-2 in the championship, and softball dropped the final to Maya Note 10-1. For the Cougars, it makes three out of four soccer finals won by Frisch in the boys' varsity, JV, and girls' JV leagues, with Kushner taking the varsity girls' final. For Maya Note, it's their first softball title since their consecutive run that ended in 2017. Speaking of Frisch, the Cougars also added some hardware on the diamond last night, winning the baseball championship over TABC 2-0. Both teams earned one-run semifinal victories to advance to the championship over the past week, as the top-ranked Cougars edged SAR 5-4, while TABC upset host MTA 2-1. This is Frisch's first baseball championship since 2018. In boys' tennis, the DRS Wildcats steamrolled to victory, blanking Flatbush 5-0 on Thursday. The run concludes a perfect season in which DRS dropped only three of its 45 individual games all year, posting six shutouts in nine meets throughout the season. Flatbush will now set their sights on a girls' championship when they face Frisch in the finals. The Falcons defeated Central 4-1, while Frisch blanked after 5-0. Similar to DRS boys, each have dropped single-digit games in their eight matchups this season. That final will happen tonight. In boys varsity softball, the May Eagles have won their first championship since 2014. May shut out DRS 3-0 on Sunday to take the crown. The Wildcats did not have much time to turn around prior to the final, having only punched their ticket to Sunday with a grueling 1-0 win over Maor on Friday morning. May and DRS finished deadlocked in the East at 7-1, having split their season series as their respective only losses, but it would be May walking away with the one that mattered most. This leaves only three championships left to be played. Girls tennis between Flatbush and Frisch tonight, boys volleyball between SAR and North Shore tomorrow night, and boys JV softball between YDE and Hillel. As such, next week will be our final sports update of the 2021-2022 school year. As the school year comes to a close, you can still get all the latest information from and be sure to follow Yeshiva League Pass on Instagram. And that was your Tuesday morning JM the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weisselberg.
Project Relax Volume Number Two with Avramel Avram Freed. They call that Medley E, brand new at JM in the AM. All right, hello, folks, going to join us and plenty more coming up on a, uh, a Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Big hello to our friends up at Camp Misora. The upper staff is going to be up in camp uh, later on today, getting ready for orientation and the. Uh, and the campers coming up next week, wishing everybody at Camp Missora a very, very successful summer of 5782 from all of us here at JM&M. And to all the summer camps and all the great summer programs out there. And don't forget, you can listen to us every single morning 
Sunday through Friday, Matis on JM Sunday. I've got the JM and the AM with our wonderful staff. Uh, listen to us no matter where you are. Schlep us along on any vacation and any camp trip, no matter where you're going. <laughs> Very easy to do so with the NSN app and all the other methods that people use to listen to this show. And for that, I thank you. JM and the AM, uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echonishmas Harav Zebnevis of Alevi, Echonishmas Esther Basrevis of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says, Haholchim Loredas Mitzrayim. They are going to descend to Egypt. Upilo Shalu. However, they did not inquire of my strength, Hashem says. Bumaoz Paro. But rather they sought strength in Paro, Velachsois Bitzel Mitzrayim, and to take shelter in the shade of Mitzrayim. The Talmud tells us in Sanhedrin that when Shlomo Amelech married the daughter of Paro, the Malach Gavriel came down and implanted a pool in the sea. It gradually raised up a sandbar around it. It created dry land on which eventually the great city of Rome was built. Our Chachomim tell us that on the day that Shlomo HaMelech showed the fear of man and made an alliance with Paro in order to save his kingdom, that was when the destruction of the kingdom was initiated through Rome. The great Tzaddik Reb Chaim Palaji was the Chacham of Izmir. One day, he was summoned by the ruler in power, and he went together with the leaders of the community. However, when they arrived, no one was allowed in, only Reb Chaim Palaji. Once he was inside, he was assaulted by the ruler's wrath. He had great anger towards the Kehila, who accused him of bearing the guilt of all the wrongs. While he was speaking with him, he hit Rapalaji on the head and smacked him twice on the cheek. Then he threatened to kill him with his sword. The Rav, understandably, had great sar and pachad. But when he was finally granted permission to leave, he came out with a smiling face to all those that were waiting for him. He didn't reveal anything that had taken place inside the palace. A short while later, the ruler took very ill, and within a few days, he died a painful death. Only then did the Gon speak about what had happened. We realize, that Klau Yisrael is a nation that dwells alone. Among the nations, it will not be counted. An anti-Semitic official once remarked to the great Rabionis and Ibshitz, your forefathers were satisfied to ride on donkeys. Avram Avinu sat on a donkey for the Akedah. Vayashkem Avram Baboker, Moshe Rabbeinu put his wife and sons on the donkey. We also know that Mashiach will come Oni riding on a donkey. So why is it that you Jews insist on riding horses in our times. Rabbi Yonason sighed and said, what can we do? In our times, the donkeys have risen to greatness and have become government officials. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik.
Have a nice day. JM in the AM. Thanks so much, Rabbi Goldwasser. Well, yesterday, Hillel Fold, who many of you know, and I'm sure plenty of you follow, uh, from Israel, um, uh, gave a short 30-second lesson, a 30-second tip, uh, one of many that he does in regard to uh, conducting business and uh, tips and getting yourself to uh, move along further in the business world. Let's put it that way. He is, of course, Hillel is an American-Israeli technology blogger, vlogger, business advisor, and international speaker. His work focuses on the Israeli high-tech industry, guidance for startup companies, and marketing tips for growing a business or personal brands. And when he released this tip yesterday, I instinctively said, you know what? I would love to speak to Hillel on the air about this. And he acquiesced, and I thank him. He's with us live from Israel. Hillel Fold, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Pleasure to be here. Big fan, as you know. I appreciate that very much. So yesterday, yesterday you gave a tip that today, I don't know if you would say this, uh, if you would have said this years ago, you could tell us if you would have, but today in 2022, your advice is that, and let me know if I have this right, uh, that instead of uh, making a phone call to a potential connection or to a potential client or to anybody uh, in the business world who finds themselves very busy, uh, you'd recommend instead of uh, interrupting someone's workday with a phone call and doing so likely not at their convenience, Convenience, but at your convenience, you would say better off texting, WhatsApping, emailing, and let them answer at their convenience. Does that sum up yesterday's tip? Uh, yes, with a few little disclaimers. First Please. of all, it's very important to emphasize that we're talking about business context. No one's saying that your mother should not pick up the phone and call you. I'm talking about in business. That's yeah. number one. Uh, and, and more importantly, I'm talking about non unscheduled calls. So, you know, if you emailing with someone you schedule a call, obviously, and you right. have a call. Right. But to just pick up the phone in the middle of the day and call someone to pitch them or to sell them on your product is, in my opinion, both ineffective and borderline obnoxious, if, I, uh, if I'm being, I can be so blunt. Right. Now, my question is, I mean, I, I alluded to this earlier, uh, would it have been obnoxious 10, 15 years ago or people understood that really the only method or the best method at that point in our business development was, in fact, to pick up the phone and make a cold call? Right. So, I mean, you know, times have changed for sure. And I think, that, you know, the time of the era of kind of stealing someone's time, whether that's in, you know, let's call it TV advertising commercials. We grew up with TV commercials. Obviously today, you know, there are no TV commercials on Netflix. And if there are, you skip it, right? So just the, the concept of taking my time and stealing my time is just not so relevant anymore. And so if you want to get in touch with someone, email them, text them, and they'll contact you or they'll respond to your message on their time. But if you call me in the middle of the day, now I, I need to stop what I'm doing and answer your call. So you know, many people, I posted this on LinkedIn, many people said, so don't answer the phone. And that's true, except that oftentimes I'll get a phone call you know, from my kid's school or something that I right. can't ignore. Right. And so I don't know when the phone's ringing who's calling on the other end. 100%. Hillel Fold is with us live from Israel. Uh, I'm sad to say, you know what this reminded me of? And I, I would assume you agree. Um, uh, I, I've unfortunately sat Shiva a few times. And uh, you're, you're, one is sitting and, and having you know, visitation from, from family and friends who have come in to, uh, uh, to console the mourner. And the phone will ring. And sometimes the mourner will pick up that phone and interrupt a shiva call where people who really went out of their way to be there in person you know, have come to give them comfort. And, I, and I, I tried very hard to never do that if someone's calling. Again, like you said, you know, text the message or email the message uh, if you can't get through. Uh, but I I think some, it, it's amazing to me that, that when I saw your tip, that was one of the first situations I thought of. 
Yeah, you know, and again, this is I said in the video, it's pretty controversial. And the truth is, again, on LinkedIn, I got absolutely hammered, mostly by salespeople who say, you know, but it works. And my answer to that is, I never said it didn't work. I said it's not a very good practice, and it doesn't send a very good message. There are many things that work. There are better ways to do it. And so the next question is, well, everyone gets so many emails, how do you stand out? And right. my answer to that is, We'll learn how to write an email in a more effective way if your emails are not getting noticed. Right. Understood. Hello, Fold is with us. Also, I noticed that these days, and I, I, I'm wondering if you agree with this, in general, there's so much less communication by telephone, meaning that uh, when when someone's you know used to be inundated with phone calls or, or one would be in the car and spend their time on call after call after call, and again, I'm just talking about checking up on people and checking in with different things, uh, you know, business-wise. I'm not talking about, you know, planned phone calls, uh, you know, scheduled phone calls, et cetera. Uh, and now it seems that most of those conversations are happening through WhatsApp and, th- and those texts and WhatsApps are coming fast and furious the same way phone calls used to. Right. But again, there's a fundamental difference and that is that I can answer you when I want. It reminds me of a, I don't know if you're a Seinfeld cousin, yeah. but uh, there, there's a Seinfeld episode where, uh, you know, Jerry's at home and he gets a phone call and he picks it up and it's one of these uh, telemarketers trying to sell him something. Yeah. And Jerry says, I can't really speak right now. Can you just give me your number and I'll call you back? And the guy says, I can't give you my number. He says, why? You don't want me calling you at home? Now you know how I feel. And obviously it's a joke, but in reality, you know, if you want to speak to me about something that will help you, meaning if you're, if you're, you know, trying to offer me something, that's a different story. But if you need my help with something or you want to pitch me on your product, just do it in a way that it won't disrupt my day and I'll be able to respond to you when I can at my convenience, not at your convenience. All right. Understood. Hello, Fold is with us from Israel. So every day, uh, for those who follow you, they see that you're you're featuring different people you meet with, uh, some of whom you've known before, others who you're meeting for the first time. Why does it seem that there's never a shortage in the life of Hillel Fold of uh, meet and greets? Why, why are you never uh, at a loss uh, for the ability to introduce new people to the world? That's an interesting question. And the answer is, first of all, the reason I started those features is because pre-COVID, I would be meeting people and, you know, I take my traditional selfie and, you know, write a nice post about them. And then COVID happened and I just, you know, was meeting stops. So I said to myself, but I still love, you know, giving other people a stage. I still love, you know, empowering others. So I said, all right, I'll do it this way. And I'll just do daily features. Um, and to answer your question, I mean, you know, I think my entire kind of business philosophy is very, let's call it counterintuitive, or at least not traditional. And that is that, most people and most vendors and most salespeople will come over to a company and say, listen, pay me and I'll do something. My philosophy is let me do something. And if you provide, and if that's a value that, you know, you think is valuable to you, then we can talk about money later on. And so, you know, when you're doing something for quote unquote for free, uh, a lot of people want to meet you. And so a lot of startups reach out knowing that if I help them with, you know, an introduction to an investor or whatever it may be, that I'm not taking a dime. And so why would they not meet me? It's pretty amazing. And uh, I guess you need to have a certain discipline in order to have that approach, right? Because uh, obviously people want to be successful. Uh, but, but as you indicated, you know, the majority of people are, you know, offering a service and want to get paid for it. In order to do what you're doing, I think you need a certain discipline or a certain mindset. How would you put it? So, you know, I joke that uh, those that are familiar with Israeli culture in Israel, the worst thing you could possibly be is what we call a friar, which is, you know, doing something for free. And I joke that I said, my whole career I'm being a friar. And so you know, my philosophy is as follows. When I focus my time and resources on 
providing value in any form, whether it's an introduction to an investor or helping you tell your story better, whatever it may be. But I focus on that and not on monetization, meaning you're not paying me a dime. What happens is you have no expectations, right? Because you're not paying me. I don't owe you anything. And so everything that I do exceeds expectations. And when you exceed expectations over and over and over again, you create delight. It's delightful. And delight can be monetized. Think about anything that brings you delight in your life, you pay for it. And so I'm in that business. If, a, if an entrepreneur comes to me with hearts in their eyes, I can bug bunny. Now we can talk about money. But first, let me deliver. Let me provide the value and we'll discuss money later on. You excited about any of this afternoon's meeting in, meetings in Israel? Oh, I have some, I have some really cool meetings. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, listen, I'm, I'm meeting a lot of companies in the drone space. I think we spoke about this last time we actually spoke. Uh, I'm very excited about the drone space. A lot of really cool stuff happening. Uh, but the most important, the most important meeting of the day, I should say, is uh, my my 17, almost 18 year old's graduation from high school tonight. Unbelievable! What's in the future for somebody who's 17 or 18 in uh, Israel? It's uh, it's very exciting because I think that while there's a lot of hype and a lot of you know buzz around Israeli tech, I think that if you look at the numbers, it's very very clear that we're just getting started, and so. You can expect Israel to lead the way in all the different sectors of technology that are going to fundamentally change our lives from self-driving cars to artificial intelligence to robotics. Israel is going to lead the way. We already are. And so, you know, kids growing up now that's going to kind of break into the tech sector has a lot of exciting things ahead of me. I can only imagine. And it's irrelevant who the prime minister is, right? <laughs> I don't, don't even go there. I don't even know where to start with that. <laughs> Because it's incredible how Israel continues to do what you just described and that countries around the world are are begging, I would assume, to meet with Israeli uh, startups and, and those in the tech industry. And at the same time, politically, it looks like the country's falling apart. So it's funny how one has nothing to do with the other. Yeah, I think many have said before me that the best, the best startup is Israel itself. Um, you know, and, yeah. and I should say the biggest miracle, I should say the biggest miracle in, in the state of Israel is that the Israeli army won any war. I mean, it's like so, you know, it's such a balagan in this country. But, you know, on, on a personal level, I was very, very close with Naftali Bennett, pre-Prime uh, Minister. You know, we were WhatsApping regularly. And, um, you know, on a personal level, I love the guy. Um, politically, I'm not sure what the thought process was here, I'll be honest with you. And I, you know, I, I WhatsApped him pretty much instantly right after he got into office. And I said, Naftali, I'm out there and I want to defend you and I want to, you know, stand up for you. But I don't really know what to say to people who say that two weeks ago you made a pledge that you'd never sit in the government with the Arab parties or with the Ayyubid, and here you are two weeks later. Uh, and, you know, he didn't have much uh, of a response because, you know, there's, there's really nothing to say. Um, but, you know, I, I do, I, I am upset about the way he uh, conducted himself over the last couple of months, and it's not a surprise to me that the government fell apart. I am curious to see what will happen next. Yeah, politics is funny, to say the least. Uh, well, at least you followed your own rule. You didn't communicate with him by a telephone call. You communicated through text and WhatsApp, which is the uh, the advice that Hillel Fold is giving for those in the business world who want to make a cold call, make it a cold text or email. And uh, these days it and might be... a call. Say it again. And, and schedule a call. If, you need, to, if you need to be on the phone, right. schedule the call. And schedule a call. Simple as that. Hillel, always a delight to speak with you. Everybody out there, follow Hillel Fold on all the social media outlets. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Keep he, doing what you're doing at home. I appreciate that very much. He is the one and only Hillel Fold. Yesterday, he was giving advice. 
that I was skeptical about when he started. I think he even indicated you got to wait till the end and think about it before you uh, draw a conclusion. Uh, but afterwards, I did think about it, and I said, hey, he's making a really good point. And sure enough, he's given us another great business tip. Uh, JM and the AM, plenty more coming up. Keep it here at the Nahum Siegel Network.
Thank you. 
Hi, my name is Yussel. Let me tell you about my town. It's filled with all these posters, not a blank wall to be found. It's a really quiet village, at least in terms of sound. But if all this print could speak, we'd be the loudest one around. The signs say Pesach in Miami The hotel's on the beach The bus to Keverachel With of course those separate seats The Rebbe's son's a chassan Have you seen his new stry mill? These are signs you'll see In our town of Pashkville Now it's not such a bother It's really not a fuss It gives me what to read While I'm waiting for my bus But one thing gets me worried It seems it's finally come to be With all these printed papers While we're running out of trees Have your name said by the Kotel Forty days non-stop And those gorgeous stunning shadows Already back in stock Dinner is on next Thursday Did you get in your lesson? And every dollar that you donate A noted donor pledged match of Shemayim the paper's up in flame So buy the Yeshiva raffle tickets the Chinese auction prize support the greatest moistus giving up your time One thing we won't tolerate not now, no, never will is a word of Lush and Hara The town of Pashkaville. 
Dovidil, brand new here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and NachumSingle.com, and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And of course... Modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Summer started this morning. You know what that means, everybody? It means you got to get going with the uh, uh, amazing grilling season. A&H is ready for you. Make sure you have plenty of A&H hot dogs in your freezer and in your fridge as uh, summer began this morning, and grilling season is going to be in full earnest in the next few days, that's for sure. Um, make sure to try A&H today. Go to kosherdogs.net. Use promo code RADIO for your 10% discount exclusively for you, our Nahum Siegel listeners. There are times when we are forced to go above and beyond to get involved for our communities, our families, and our future. If you see what's happening in New York, you know these are those times. New York needs leadership that puts public safety and common sense policies at the forefront. We are fortunate to have that leader in Assemblyman Jeffrey Dinowitz. In the New York State Assembly, he has fought for middle-class tax cuts, been an advocate for safe neighborhoods, and secured funding for our communities and nonprofits. Assemblyman Dinowitz has also been an outspoken voice against the rising anti-Semitic rhetoric in our politics. That's why it's crucial that our community comes out to vote for Assemblyman Dinowitz this election day. His socialist opponent has promised to defund the police, wants to raise taxes, and has aligned with anti-Semitic movements. This June 28th, let's ensure our community votes as one voice. We can't afford any less. Vote Jeffrey Dinowitz for the New York State Assembly. Paid for and authorized by Common Sense New Yorkers, Jeff Leb Treasurer. Communication was not expressly authorized or requested by any candidate or by any candidate's political committee or any of its agents. JM Oh, there we go. JM and the AM, hour number three on this Tuesday morning broadcast. I want to again thank um, uh, Dan Grunfeld. Great conversation yesterday. If you missed it, the brand new book is amazing, and we're highly recommending it. If you missed the conversation yesterday, check out the archive, NahumSiegel.com, and of course on the NSN app. Um, if you are into modern Jewish history, certainly if you uh, uh, want to explore more about the Holocaust, and if you have any affinity whatsoever toward professional sports, you will find the book absolutely intriguing. So my thanks to Dan Grunfeld. And again, if you missed it, check out the uh, interview uh, at um, NahumSiegel.com or on the NSN app. With us live via telephone is the COO and Director of Government Affairs at Teach Coalition, and that is uh, Dan Mitzner, who is with us to discuss uh, some important days that are coming up, <laughs> some of which many of us may not be aware of. Uh, we're all focused on November the 8th and what might or may not happen in this country on November 8th, Election Day, but there are a lot of Election Days that need uh, uh, reminding before we get all the way to November. Uh, Dan Mitzner, COO of uh, uh, Teach Coalition, a pleasure to welcome you uh, to JM in the AM. Pleasure to be here. Thanks very much. So it, it is amazing how some of the, we always point this out, some of the local elections, primary elections, smaller elections are so key, so vital, and so many people don't pay attention to them. Uh, we're, we're literally in that season right now, right? Now is, now is a period of time that people, especially in New York, New Jersey, and nationwide, need to focus a little bit more on what's happening in terms of elections. Absolutely. This is a critical moment. Um, it's also a very quirky year in terms of primary elections. Um, especially in New York. And so uh, there's a lot of information that needs to be 
put out to the community. And so I'm, I'm really glad to be here and to hopefully provide some clarity on, on the uh, sort of madness that's been going on with, and, the, with the election. And you use, you use the word quirky, I'm assuming, because there are just a lot of elections on a lot of different days. Is that basically, you know, sum it up? Yeah, yeah. So basically, because of the redistricting process, which is, by the way, a normal thing that happens every 10 years, right. uh, it was just abnormally kind of carried out because uh, there was, um, you know, not to get into the whole story, but there was basically a challenge to the redistricting lines, um, successfully challenged in the courts. And so there was a delay that was forced upon the, you know, the, the Board of Elections. And so basically what happened is now we have a split. We have Statewide offices, like think of the governor's race and uh, and lieutenant governor or comptroller happening uh, on June 28th, as well as the state assembly. And then on August 23rd, we have the state Senate and congressional races. Um, and so you have you have a, a split, which is which is different than how it normally is. It would normally all be on the same day. All right. So New York State residents who are listening right now, we're really speaking to them directly. Many of them probably don't realize, as you just stated, that a week from now, literally a week from today, there's some important elections going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very important elections, um, particularly the governor's race, which is happening uh, the, the, the primary is happening on June 28th. And, uh, you know, the, we, we have no idea because of this what turnout will look like. Um, but also on top of that, there's about 150 uh, assembly races, which right. are also critical. Um, so people need to be paying attention to that. You know, it's funny. I, I have a feeling I know how turnout's going to be only because I'm I'm usually up on these things. And if someone would ask me when's the New York State gubernatorial primary, I could tell them in an instant. I was not able to tell them until you just told me. So <laughs> it, it's a week away. And if someone like I don't, you know, if I don't realize what's going on, I wonder how many others don't realize what's going on. Now I understand why the campaign uh, for governor has been so hot and heavy in recent days. Now that, you know, th that now that makes sense. And in addition to that, um, uh, uh, let me ask you this, because I'm sure people are curious because people do vote on both uh, on different uh, party lines. Uh, is it both the Democratic and Republican and all other party primaries a week from today or just the Democratic Party? Yeah, it's, it's both. It's uh, both that are happening on, on June twentieth. So we we're, yeah. we're talking uh, we're yeah. ta we're talking about some very very serious elections. We're talking about New York State Governor, uh, which will pit the winner of the Democratic primary against the winner of the Republican primary, plus whatever parties obviously are represented on the ballot. And and people need to wake up and understand that uh, a week from today is an important election day. Now this is uh, I assume going to work practically speaking like any other election day, usually in New York at six a.m. until nine p.m. is is there early voting? What's been happening so far with all of this? Yeah, so early voting uh, started already. Um, so you can go to your polls. Uh, you, I'll give you the, the to find your polling site. Basically, all you have to do is go online and type in findmypollsite.vote.nyc, um, and that will tell you exactly where you have to go. Um, and, uh, yeah, it already started, so you can go and uh, and. Get in there and, and vote. Um, it'll give you very clear instructions on where you have to actually go. 
Um, and yeah, the, the rest of it is sort of the way it always has been from 6 a.m. to 9, a, uh, 9 p.m. on election day. And I know where my poll site is for election day, but I am 99% sure that they are not set up for any type of early polling. So obviously, if one would go to their regular poll site, they, they likely will not find, uh, you know, what they would normally find on election day. So they got to go to that website and see um, uh, where they can go and vote. Are those locations, the early voting locations, it's amazing how ignorant I am about this and I'm so into this stuff. Uh, are those early voting locations set up like regular poll sites? Do they work differently? Are they more, are they more less formal? They're, so they're, uh, they encompass larger areas, right? Like you, you were spot on with what you said. It's not like your normal polling site. Right. Um, they are, they are designed for a larger swath of, 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 uh, of land and, and location so that more people have actual access to the same place. So, um, it's, it's different depending on the spot. They all look and feel a little bit different, but, uh, it's very clear. They, they did a good job with the website and it's very clear where you have to go and there's a lot of signage. So, it won't be too confusing once you actually get there. Um, it's just about paying attention to that. So I, I do want to repeat that website one more time. If yeah, please. Uh, yeah. Fi- yeah uh, findmypollsite.vote.nyc. Findmypollsite.vote.nyc. We are speaking specifically now to New Yorkers. Beware, or be aware, rather, of how to find your poll site if you want to vote early. And, of course, make sure uh, for Election Day a week from today, you know exactly where to go and vote. Uh, Teach Coalition, rather, is a project of the Orthodox Union, and we're speaking with Dan Mitzner, who's their COO. Um, I I know that... um Look, our mantra has been for, for decades, you know, that every vote is important and we should not give up our opportunity to, to participate in the democratic process. And, you know, I, I and don't complain if you don't vote and all of that. Uh, is there anything further we need to know? Uh, many of us are wary of the situation in New York. Uh, there is a governor's race. The entire assembly, as you said, is up for grabs. Um, or, or is it the entire assembly or certain assembly uh, seats? There's 150 races right now. Oh, so, so it's, it's, it's all it's, of them. It's, uh, it's all of them. So yeah. a lot of us are really worried about the future of New York. Um, uh, could you tell us if, you know, in addition to all the uh, cliches that I just mentioned, uh, why it's so urgent and important for people to be uh, to, to, to vote this year, the latest a week from today? Yeah, I mean, well, unfortunately, you took a lot of my talking points with those cliches. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you uh, one other one. Um, this is an adage that I've heard many times before, and you might have yourself. If, if you're not uh, at the seat, you're on the menu, right? Yeah. And uh, making sure, making sure that uh, you have a seat at the table starts with voting. Um, and What's so interesting is that even with all the things that we do, all the all the uh, you know proselytizing about how important voting is, um, and and talking about it and campaigning for people to go and vote, um, the numbers are just so incredibly small. Which actually, as an individual, gives you such an outsized amount of power. Right. Um, if you actually exercise it, right. And so we're looking at the percentages. For example. Um, the the state uh, in the 2018 uh, gubernatorial primary election uh, state totals 25 percent was the turnout um, amongst Jewish voters it was even worse it was only 22 percent okay um, now in 2021 it was a little bit better okay we went up to 36 percent which was you know we tried to really put our focus on that to increase the Jewish vote um, substantially but you know 36 percent is frankly still a pathetic number. 
Um, and so you have, you have such an outsized ability to make a difference just by going to the polls. But there's more that you can do, right? And so we give you, at, at Teach Coalition, we give you the avenue to get more involved, to build real relationships with your elected officials, and to actually uh, you know, effectuate change that you want to see happening for your community. Yeah. And so it's not just about voting. Voting is where it starts. Um, if we were able to mobilize and motivate our community more and better than we do, then we would uh, have even more influence uh, with a larger percentage of the voting block in elections like these. And I just uh, and, and by the way, no knock, obviously, on, on, on your organization, because I, I think it's amazing what you've done in terms of motivating and mobilizing people. But if all Jewish leadership across the board took these elections seriously, imagine the type of turnout we could have. Uh, I mean, it would be amazing. It would yeah. be sensational what we could actually accomplish as a voting block and um, really, you know, amplify our voice and amplify our impact on politics and, and policy. Frankly, that's really what it's all about at the end of the day. I worry about August 23rd also because we, you know how our community is at that time of year or any community is at that time of year, you know, end of summer before school, people paying less attention to, you know, major issues and more attention to vacation and other things. I worry about that date as well, frankly. Uh, we, I share the same exact concern. It's it's one of those things now where it's almost impossible to predict what the turnout will be, but I guarantee you it'll be worse than, than it has been before, um, simply because of what you said. It's a terrible time for, for an election, and also, um, you know, the the a lot of the marquee uh, election, right, the, especially the gubernatorial race, already had, would have had, had happened, and so it's... Uh, it's going to be a problem from my perspective. Are a lot we'll of see. are a lot of other states going through uh, June primaries this time around, or is this exclusive to New York? They they are the the split is what's unique to our state. Right. Um, so so the August piece is is what's not happening. Most of the uh, most of the primaries are happening around now. Dan Mitzner's with us. All right, uh, Dan, before you go, and, and I, again, I, I will be reminding people, and especially with your encouragement, I'll be reminding them even more now uh, that, that we've got to pay careful attention to early voting and, of course, Election Day one week from today, especially those who are in New York. You described why. Um, uh, but one other thing, uh, summer months, as I said, people pay less attention to issues that are important to our families. Not a criticism, just a reality. Um Teach Coalition has done such a remarkable job on so many fronts, including doing what I feel has been the impossible, and that is getting state legislatures to pay attention and to actually enact um, uh, what we would consider tuition assistance. I don't know if they'd put it that way, but, you know, uh, different funding for schools that are so vital um, uh, for our uh, for our administration, our faculty, and our students. Um, can people utilize these summer months to pay more attention to these things? I'm assuming that these efforts do not shut down for July and August. What would you recommend for those who, in fact, want to become more motivated uh, to get involved in issues like that during a period of time like this? Yeah, it's a great point. Uh, by the way, I wish that we were shut down in the summer, but it, it never <laughs> seems to happen that way. <laughs> good, good. We need you. Um, you have proven how much we need you. Right. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. No, so um, there's plenty that you can do. We, it's a great time to actually learn more about sort of what we've done and where we think we can go in terms of um, fair and equitable funding for non-public schools and for, for, for Jewish day schools and yeshivas. Um, so what I really encourage you all to do is to just get in touch with our team if you're interested in getting involved in advocacy, and we can give you specific avenues for getting involved, for building relationships with your elected officials. Now's a great time to do that because Although, you know, sometimes they'll be away on vacation or whatever, 
they don't expect to hear too much from their constituents right. as well. So it kind of makes you stand out if you do that. So uh, a good way to start is just to get in touch with us at info at teachcoalition.org. Um, if you're curious about our work and how you can effectuate change and, uh, and we'll get you uh, started on what you can do. Teachcoalition.org, info at teachcoalition.org. Our friends at the OU, kudos to you. Our friends at Teach Coalition, kudos to you. Teach Coalition is a project of the Orthodox Union, and uh, this is just a perfect example of a call to action. Even someone like myself who finds, uh, who, who usually considers himself uh, to be up to date on what's happening uh, in the world of politics, uh, this has crept up on us, everybody. Election day is a week from today. Early voting has already started, both the uh, race for governor on the Democratic and Republican side in New York and every assembly seat on the Democratic and Republican side in New York uh, are up for grabs and it'll be concluded. The whole thing will be concluded as a primary one week from today on Tuesday and we'll encourage everybody to vote to get out there and to mobilize others to do so as well. And uh, we, we're always told that when uh, when someone speaks on this show, there's a tremendous ripple effect in terms of people hearing about what happened during the show during the day. And with that in mind, I'm going to ask everybody who's listening right now to spread the word, spread the word, be an agent, an important uh, uh, advocate for reminding people, especially in New York, as we discussed, to vote a week from today and to participate in this process. Because uh, as you uh, as you just heard, uh, the um, the uh, effect, the impact that our community can have uh, is uh, immeasurable if we just get out there and vote. Dan Mitzner, CEO of Teach Coalition. Dan, a big yeshikach to you. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, let's hope that our community responds. And uh, within the next week, our voices will be heard. Amen. Thank you so much. A pleasure. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Raindrops, they start dropping. People running for cover when it shows no signs of stopping. But as it's falling, there's a beat to catch on to. So get up and take your cue on the floor. Keep playing it fearless when the hard knocks come on knocking. Show the world you got this. Put a move out of your pocket. Just keep your stepping on the stepping stones you see.
in the AM with um, Mordechai Shapiro, double dose on a Tuesday. That's right, two for Tuesday with Kohime Chayai Achashoalti and before that, Dancing in the Rain. Heard that the concert last night was amazing. Kudos to Mordechai Shapiro, Joey Newcomb, and everybody who made it so exciting in Brooklyn, New York last night. Um, Alex Trayman writes, Netanyahu hails end of worst government in Israeli history as new elections are on the horizon. And then he says, from the outset, it was clear that the coalition was destined to fail. Ultimately, the desire to keep Benjamin Netanyahu out of office was not enough to keep a group that agreed on little else together. What a good analysis that is. That sums it all up, I think, in one uh, one or two sentences. Well done. JM and AM, good morning. Our friends at artscroll.com remind you they have an amazing promo code. It's called promo code radio. Promo code radio. Major discount plus free shipping no matter what the amount. When you go to artscroll.com, order the brand new book from Yisrael Besser. book is entitled Exalted Moments. And you'll be, uh, you'll be thrilled with the book. That I could tell you. That I could tell you from personal experience. But in addition to that, you'll be uh, thrilled with the discount and the free shipping if you use promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com and you know the rule. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. And now I want to remind everybody in New York, the entire New York state, and I hope everybody out there again will help me remind everyone that they come in touch with, come in contact with, the governor of the state of New York and the entire New York State Assembly. Primary elections one week from today. Yeah, now I get it. I was wondering, I was wondering why it seemed that the <laughs> that the campaigning had really been ramped up. Now I get it. And it's amazing that I that I had not known this. I'll tell you, I try to follow, and I and I think I have followed for decades the political scene. But sometimes these primaries, especially this time of year, just creep up on you. Anyway, I thank Dan Mitzner for alerting us to it, and let's get our New York uh, City and New York State family and friends uh, up on it as well, so they can vote either early or next Tuesday at the polls. More coming up. Brand new Benny Friedman, JM in the AM. <laughs> Kum, 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 we hit a leg barrets, hit a leg barrets, sak do Kum, we hit a leg barrets, sak do
Benny Freeman, brand new before that with Yama here at JM in the AM. My name is Nachum Siegel, JM in the AM on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget, Avrami has a live lunch coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Thank you to Avrami. 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, 11 until 1, Avrami with a live lunch, which means you can be in touch with him via the uh, NSN app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Siegel Network app. For Android and iPhone and comment away. Um, listener Chaya says, on the road again, going to see grandchildren. JMNAM keeping me company. Thank you. That's the way it should be. I told you, schlep us along no matter where you go this summer. Today's the first day of summer, right? 
no matter where you go this summer, you're in camp, you're on a trip, you're on a vacation. Very easy. Make sure you have the NSN app and you're all set. <laughs> There's no other, uh, no easier way to, to bring us anywhere. And uh, we are here every single day, Bezrat Hashem. By the grace of God, we will be here every single day during the summer, Monday through Friday, Matis on Sunday. And um, I hope you'll be with us as well. I sincerely do. Uh, yesterday, Dan Grunfeld was our guest. If you missed the conversation, fascinating book, great conversation. Check out the archive, nachomsigl.com, and of course on the NSN app. So check that out. Meanwhile, this is brand new from Simcha Liner at JM in the AM. <laughs>
privileged to present to you this album Elevate Aliyah this album is dedicated in honor of my dear friend Yossi Kohn Allah Shalom Yossi was a special special neshama oh he loved music felt the best way to dedicate and elevate Yossi's Neshama is through music. This diverse collection of music from all kinds of backgrounds with eight different bands, everyone with their unique and special touch. Leilu Nishmat Yosef Yitzchok Isaac Ben Rab Menachem Mendel Alava Shalom
Shweki wrapping it up. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JM in the AM. Thanks to all of our special guests. Hillel Full, Dalit Weiselberg, Dan Mitzner. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. Avrami hosts a live lunch. It'll be 11 until 1. 11 until 1. Avrami with a live lunch. Make sure to join him. And tomorrow morning, we're back starting at 6 a.m. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Sigur reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.